Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The Great Escape. The moment he crab-crawled out of prison. And the manhunt riveting the nation. Did he burst into this Walmart to steal supplies? Then, are masks coming back? Say it ain't so. In spite of everything you've heard, I just have COVID. The backlash. We've seen maybe just a few people wearing masks. And the extraordinary steps schools are taking to stop a triple-demic. Good morning. And U.S. Open bug? Not sure. Is going to be able to continue. Is there a mystery illness sweeping through the U.S. Open? Then, the married cop caught kissing his girlfriend while on duty. Wait till you hear what his wife is saying. And party girl Sophie. Did the Game of Thrones actress's party hearty ways lead to her bombshell divorce from husband Joe Jonas? Plus, that expiration date on your eggs. But this egg is definitely expired. Can you believe the expiration date was 72 years ago? The world's oldest egg. Wait till you see what's inside. There's definitely still something in there. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Our authorities closing in on that escaped convict in Pennsylvania. Cops rushed to a Walmart today after a report came in that the suspect had been spotted inside the store before running into the woods. Stephen Fabian with the latest on the massive manhunt to bring this convicted killer back to justice. 
Police are closing in on the convicted killer who has been evading capture for seven days and counting. Now, there was apparently a sighting of a suspect that matched the description of Danello Cavalcante at this Walmart in Chester County, about 30 miles outside Philadelphia. That person apparently fled into the woods. No word if that was indeed the escaped fugitive, but it gives you an idea of how on edge the people are in this area. Possible sighting in the woods around the Walmart. There's male, short, skinny, brown, curly hair with a white t-shirt and dark pants. There are roadblocks everywhere, with police stopping and searching hundreds of vehicles, including our own crew car. As the search area expands, residents are receiving reverse 911 calls. If you see him, do not approach and call 911 immediately. He is convicted of homicide and presumed extremely dangerous. CNN's chief law enforcement analyst John Miller says he's not surprised the search has taken this long. He's in a relatively small box. He's under-resourced, and at some point he's going to run out of gas and they're going to find him. And we're learning how Cavalcante escaped from the Chester County Jail just a week after being sentenced to life without parole for stabbing his girlfriend to death. Just released surveillance video shows him crab walking up the wall of the exercise yard. He climbed to the roof and then walked across the roof to another part of the prison. Then he pushed through razor wire and made his escape to freedom, all unnoticed by corrections officers standing guard in a watchtower. Incredibly, another prisoner escaped in exactly the same way five months ago, but he was recaptured within minutes. We are certainly going to look at what the actions of that tower officer were, why he didn't observe what was occurring in that yard. Cavalcante is believed to be hiding in barns and empty homes by day and moving at night, possibly following railroads to navigate his way past the police perimeter. One challenge for searchers is that it's so hot that thermal technology doesn't really work to help find the escapee in that thick brush. A police dog involved in the search had to be hospitalized today because of heat-related injuries. With COVID cases creeping up, are masks about to creep back into your life? We are seeing them at the White House and on TV, and it's unlikely that masks will be widely mandated. As Jim Murray reports, there is a new battle brewing on whether or not to cover up. With COVID cases on the rise, masks are making a comeback. And that has some on the right freaking out. Say it ain't so. The return of the mask seems to be peeking up over the horizon again. We took to the streets of New York City, and sure enough, there are plenty of people wearing masks in Penn Station, on trains and buses, but they are definitely in the minority. We've seen maybe just a few people wearing masks. Most people are not wearing masks while riding the subway. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance is pushing for a federal ban on mask mandates. This is coming back unless we stop it from happening. But Dr. Deborah Burks, the COVID response coordinator during the Trump administration, says we should be taking precautions as COVID cases spike. We're living in this a bit of a fantasy world where we're pretending that COVID is not relevant. There is a lot of COVID out there and we're not testing for it and we're not telling people to get tested. President Biden is under fire for sending mixed messages on masks. After the first lady tested positive for COVID, he pledged to stay masked in public as a precaution. But at yesterday's Medal of Honor ceremony, he didn't exactly do what he said he would. Next thing you know, he's right next to that guy and he's not wearing a mask. And he just walks out amongst the entire crowd, unmasked and not socially distanced from all of these people you see here. He's also taking heat for leaving the ceremony early 
but the White House says that was deliberate. He left as it was planned. Uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize, to minimize his close contact with attendees. Whoopi Goldberg was masked up when she recorded a message for The View. She reassured everyone that despite her hoarse-sounding voice, she has a mild case of COVID. I'm still testing positive, apparently. Uh, I have to have a clear test before I can come back, so it might be uh, a couple of days. And over at the U.S. Open, there is some kind of bug making the rounds in the stands. You can hear coughing and sniffling, and a number of athletes are complaining that they just don't feel well. Here's Amber Cagliano. Game, set, virus? A mysterious illness is reportedly making its way across the U.S. Open. This Austrian tennis player is doubled over in pain as he bails out of his match. Judging by the body language right now, I'm not sure is going to be able to continue. And this player from Poland was treated by medical staff on the court before calling it quits. At a press conference, Anz Jabor of Tunisia said lots of players were feeling ill. I think I, I got a flu or something. Uh, I know uh, some other players got stomach uh, issues. He's back. I made it. Good to see you, brother. Tennis legend John McEnroe was knocked out of the announcer's booth after testing positive for COVID early in the tournament. He's now returned. Now there's concern that the U.S. Open could be, get ready for this, a super spreader event. We may have thought we were done with those dreaded words, but apparently not as COVID infection rates continue to rise. The drama at the Open this year is getting lots of attention for other reasons. Check out these headlines, the battle of the biceps and the right to bear arms. At last night's featured matchup, both players wore tank tops. Notice, no sleeves, no collars. New U.S. superstar Ben Shelton defeated fellow American and tank topper Francis Tiafo. Shelton celebrated with his now signature move, hanging up an imaginary phone. Meantime, with 90-degree-plus heat and 50% humidity, U.S. Open officials have decided to partly close the roof on Arthur Ashe Stadium to give players a little bit of shade to lessen the heat. After four years and two children, it appears the marriage of singer Joe Jonas and Game of Thrones star Sophie Turner is over. He has filed for divorce. There had been reports that he likes to stay home and she likes to go out. But the couple says don't believe everything you've read. Did actress Sophie Turner's supposedly party-hardy ways result in the end of her marriage to singer Joe Jonas? This image of the Game of Thrones star downing a shot was taken over the weekend as she partied at a bar. I said this is She also blew off steam taking aim at a punching bag. The actress was in Birmingham, England as Jonas filed for divorce yesterday for Miami. According to one published report, she likes to party, he likes to stay home. They have very different lifestyles. Court documents show their children have been residing with their father in Miami and other locations throughout the United States, even though he's on tour. He's been caring for the children pretty much all of the time over the past three months, according to the reports. The pair married in a surprise Las Vegas ceremony in 2019, followed by a lavish ceremony in the south of France. Around the same time, she lamented over missing out on her young party years. I wish I'd had that university experience, definitely. I wish I'd kind of, you know, been able to go out and drink a lot and, like, throw up in the middle of a club and not get pictured doing it. And now she appears to be making up for lost time, despite her marital woes. 
Today, the couple released a joint statement saying despite all the, quote, speculative narratives as to why their decision to split was united. Just one day after Alec Murdoch's attorneys asked for a retrial due to suspected jury tampering, comes word that the salacious double murder story has been made into a movie. It's the Alex Murdoch murder case as depicted in a new TV movie. Actor Bill Pullman plays the disgraced South Carolina lawyer who was found guilty of murdering his wife and son. In this scene, he grabs his son Paul by his shirt as the actress playing his wife Maggie looks on. Here's Pullman in the Lifetime TV Network's Murdoch Murders the Movie. And here's the real Alex Murdoch. Despite what many consider to be a mountain of evidence pointing to his guilt, his two lawyers made the rounds of the morning shows today and insisted Murdoch is innocent and are asking for a new trial. You both still believe that Alec Murdoch did not kill his wife and son? Absolutely, 100%. In other news today, he made a vow to protect and serve, not to make out with a woman who's not his wife. But that is exactly what one officer was caught on tape doing while on duty near an area filled with kids. It's shocking video of a police officer making out with a woman, and it's not his wife. The two get handsy before he leads her into the back seat of his squad car. The drama unfolded in a parking lot in Prince George's County, Maryland, where the guy is an officer. And look, it happened next to a park filled with kids. The officer has been identified as Francesco Marlette. His wife, Paula, is speaking out on Facebook about the embarrassing and painful situation, writing, This is a very tough time for me and my kids. The mistress responded, I have done nothing wrong. No word from the kissing cop. This is the third time the officer has been suspended from the force. The Department of Agriculture says eggs can spend between three and five weeks in the refrigerator and still be safe to eat. Well, this egg has been around a lot longer than that, and you would not want to eat it. Les Trent with the story of an egg that has managed to stick around for 72 years. It's believed to be the world's oldest egg. And we're not yoking around. It rests on a shelf in this kitchen straight out of the 1950s. A perfect setting. There it is. Oh, my gosh. Check out the handwritten message on the shell. It says uh, April 2nd, 1951. John Amalfitano is the egg's current owner. He showed our Stephen Fabian how he's kept it in excellent condition. I'm nervous. Can I touch it? Sure. Oh, of course, of course. So this egg is, like, how old? 72 years old now, right? 72 year old egg? That is crazy. Look at the rest of the message. It says, whoever gets this egg, please write me. And then she just uh, wrote her name, Miss Mary Foss, Forest City, Iowa. So who is Mary Foss? What are the odds of tracking her down all these decades later? John posted this message on Facebook. Here's something you don't see every day. It's an egg from 1951. I'm guessing from a young Iowa egg farm worker who dreamed of making exciting friends in faraway cities. Wonder if she might still be alive. Well, here she is at 92 years young. We were farm girls. Mary Foss, now Mary Starn, was a teenage farm girl when she wrote on the egg hoping to find a pen pal. So how do you write on an egg without cracking it? 
Oh, likely. Very likely. <laughs> Mary packed the signed egg in a carton with 11 other eggs. Then it was put on a truck to New York City, where it was apparently purchased at a grocery store. Struck by the inscription, the guy who bought the eggs never ate it. He saved it for nearly five decades. Then he gifted it to his buddy John, a collector of odds and ends. You think there's still something in this egg? I believe so. So we turned off the lights and turned on an egg lamp. You can see the bottom part of the shell is more translucent. Right. Exactly. And that top part, that's got to be some old, that's crusty the old... egg in there. Yeah. After more than seven decades, Mary the farm girl is ecstatic. Her egg lives on. That's something. <laughs> Miss Mary, you are right. That is something. Next, the extraordinary steps schools are taking to stop a triple demic. Good morning. And the party crashing bear. Come on. He's shown the way out, but he's not going quietly. Oh, hey. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and gift mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Little Girl Weightlifters. Next, in Sun Edition, forget about little girl beauty pageants. These kids are really pumping iron. Then, exploding watermelons. Why are so many watermelons oozing and blowing up on kitchen counters across the USA? Next, in Sun Edition. With COVID cases on the rise, just as kids are headed back to school, there is a different concern for educators. Some worry that this year the three R's will be reading, writing, and respiratory illnesses. These kids are heading back to class. Good morning. And it comes as schools across the USA are ramping up their precautions against the looming tridemic of COVID, the flu, and RSV. Second grade classroom here, start of the school year, and there's a couple tricks of the trade right as you walk in the classroom. A hand sanitizer, some wipes, masks, and take a look over here. You can see the windows open for ventilation, even an air purifier. The school nurse here at College Achieve Public Charter School in Asbury Park, New Jersey, tells the students to wash their hands. We're going to wash them in the morning after lunch, um, whenever we go to the bathroom. And she gives um, them a refresher on how to cover, cover their coughs. You're not going to, you're going <coughs> to... 
cough, it, cover your cough. You may be surprised by what worries nurse Kelly O'Keefe the most with the threat of the tridemic. I worry most about flu. Um, the students seem to get most ill from flu virus. They have the option of wearing a mask. One thing in favor of these students. Who knows the word, yes. They can have class outdoors in the fresh air. How concerned are you about this triple-demic? A lot of our students have asthma and health issues, so it's definitely something that we worry about. The little ones are eager to learn, and they're not going to let this latest health threat keep them from their books. We'll stay healthy and we'll be in school and we'll be happy and healthy and ready to learn. Thanks to everybody at the school who welcomed us. Officials there say they are confident they can handle this triple-demic because they say they were successful at keeping the COVID numbers low during the height of the pandemic. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, the party crashing bear. Come on. He's shown the way out, but he's not going quietly. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If a wild bear ever wanders into your campsite, definitely don't do what this guy did. Come on. When a black bear ventured onto a crowded campsite, one man simply wasn't having it. Come on. Watch as he brazenly, some would say foolishly, tries to shoo the bear away. Suddenly, swipe. The bear takes aim with his right paw and slashes the man right across the midsection. Unfazed by the attack, the man then reprimands the hostile bear before finally escorting it past the gate. Oh my God. Look at those battle scars. Zoo Miami's Ron McGill says despite the wound, the man is lucky he got away with his life. A bear that gets challenged can easily do what that bear did, turn around and swipe at him. It could be a lot worse, so he's very lucky. McGill says the smarter move would have been to steer clear of the bear. Don't turn and run. Put your hands up. Make yourself look as big as possible. Hey, bear, back up. Never approach the bear, but never turn your back and run. And when we come back, it's the rescuer who now needs rescuing. Finally today, video that proves no good deed goes unpunished. The hero in the hat hauls a distressed guy aboard his boat, much to the amusement of the people on the dock. But the Good Samaritan is about to get a surprise when the victim takes a seat. Oops, there he goes. Now it's his turn to help. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.